Hey, this is episode 200. Oh my gosh, we made it. Can you even believe this is episode 200? It's more like episode 260 because it was a time where I thought it was a great idea not to number small episodes. So if anything was under 20 minutes, I didn't number it. Looking back, that was a silly idea. So it's like episode 260, but let's be official and call it episode 200. Today, we're chatting about inflammation, understanding where it comes from, how to support your body, the different spectrum and how where you are on the inflammation spectrum. Our guest today is Dr. Will Cole. He's taken over the show. Now, Dr. Will Cole is a leading functional medicine expert, consults people around the world via webcam at drwillcole.com and locally in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He specializes in clinically investigating underlying factors of chronic disease and customizing health programs for thyroid issues, autoimmune conditions, hormonal dysfunctions, digestive disorders, and brain problems. Dr. Cole was named one of the top 50 functional medicine and integrative doctors in the nation and is a health expert for Mind, Body, Green, and Goop. Dr. Cole has a recently launched book, The Inflammation Spectrum, in which he explores how inflammation exists on a spectrum within the body, the various systems it can affect, and how you can discover your individual food triggers to overcome chronic inflammation. He is also the author of Ketotarian, in which he melds the powerful benefits of a ketogenic diet with a plant-based one. I will include a link in today's show notes, which you can find at ketodietpodcast.com. Just look for episode 200, and that link will be to Dr. Will Cole's new book, The Inflammation Spectrum, Find Your Food Triggers and Reset Your System. It was released October 15th. It's fabulous. You need it. He's great and so brilliant. If you have questions about today's content, head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21 page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working. Did you know imbalanced hormones are generally at the core of all struggles that women face when it comes to our weight? Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started with the show. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Will Cole and I am so excited to talk with you guys today about the inflammation spectrum, this concept of the inflammation spectrum, why it's important, I believe from a functional medicine standpoint for people to understand uh, this concept and how it impacts their life on a practical level and most importantly, what to do about it, how to reclaim your health, how to find out your food triggers, reset your system embrace vibrant wellness, and really find out what your body loves, what your body hates, what your body needs to thrive from a food standpoint and a life standpoint as well. And just thanks so much to Leanne for having me on the show today. I'm very, very grateful and I'm excited to talk with you guys again. All right. For those of you that don't know who the heck I am and why I'm talking right now, I am Dr. Will Cole. My doctorate is from Southern California University of Health Sciences in Los Angeles. And my postdoctorate education and training is in functional medicine and clinical nutrition. So I see patients around the world. Primarily, we have a virtual functional medicine practice where we're doing webcam consultations for people in 
different states and countries at uh, drwillcole.com. And I also see patients locally in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I'm a course instructor and wellness expert for Mind Body Green and Goop, two of the largest wellness uh, brands out there. And I'm also the co-host of two podcasts, uh, Goop Fellas, which is Goop's first spinoff of their original Goop podcast. Goop Fellas, I host with Seamus Mullen, a world-class chef. Uh, him and I talk about health transformations and have very interesting people on the show to talk about life and health transformations. And I'm also the co-host of Keto Talk with Jamie Moore for the past couple of years. So all the things I'm passionate about. And I'm also the author of the book Ketotarian, which is a mostly plant-based ketogenic book, which Leanne had me on uh, last year when uh, Ketotarian came out. Uh, so check that out if you haven't already. And I'm also the author of the upcoming book, The Inflammation Spectrum, which is what I'm going to talk to you guys today about, not just about the book. But the book does come out October 15th, 2019. So Whenever you're listening to this, uh, whether it's before that or after that, it's on pre-sale now, and it'll be out everywhere around the world um, at October 15th, 2019. But today we're going to talk so much more about this concept of the inflammation spectrum and really how this is such an important component to so many people's health issues that I see for the past decade plus for patients around the world, and I'm excited to really educate you guys about it today. So really, for those of you that don't know, uh, inflammation is a product of the immune system. It is, um, it's a good thing in balance. So inflammation fights viruses and bacteria. It heals our body. It is a product of the immune system. And in balance, it's a good thing. But it's out of balance that things start to go wrong and problems arise. And that's just like anything else in the world, right? Our gut microbiome, the bacteria in our gut. It's from on a macro level, the environment, and on a, on a body level, inflammation is this, this thing that we want to have checks and balances and balance to. So most people in the West are finding themselves with this chronic insidious inflammation. So it's just sort of like this forest fire burning in perpetuity, and it's, it's not balanced, and that regulatory system is off. And Really, I, I refer to this age from a health standpoint, the age of inflammation, where we see about 60% of American adults have a chronic disease, 40% have two or more chronic diseases. Uh, this is sadly ubiquitous. Uh, but something that I, I talk a lot about is just because something's common doesn't make it normal. Chronic diseases are very, very commonplace, but they are anything but normal. And in most cases, these are lifestyle-driven, and they are largely preventable, reversible, overcomable, manageable things that people shouldn't settle for. So just to give more sort of gravity to what we're talking about when it comes to this inflammatory storm, this age of inflammation that we see in our society today, is that someone has a heart attack every 40 seconds. And cancer is the second leading cause of death worldwide. And sadly, 50 million Americans, it's estimated, have an autoimmune disease. And almost half of the United States has, has either prediabetes or diabetes. Well, what do all of these health problems have in common? Heart disease, cancer, diabetes, autoimmune diseases, they are all inflammatory in nature. This chronic inflammation, this forest fire burning eternally. So... This concept of the inflammation spectrum is, is a deep dive concept. I actually talk about 
the inflammation spectrum first in Ketotarian, my first book, which is the mostly plant-based keto book. We talk about this concept of the inflammation spectrum because why? Ketosis is a great anti-inflammatory way. Beta-hydroxybutyrate can downregulate these uh, like things like NF-kappa-B and COX-2 and the NLRP3 inflammasome and uh, upregulate, basically bring down the inflammatory pathways and bring up these pro-antioxidant like the AMPK pathway, the NRF2 pathway, modulating mTOR, all these sort of pro-antioxidant longevity anti-disease pathways. So that's why we talked about the inflammation spectrum in ketotarian. So for my follow-up book in the inflammation spectrum, I wanted a deep dive. I wanted to kind of take that concept and go beyond just the ketogenic diet and say like, look, these are all the other exciting, fun, next-level ways for people to take agency on their health, to take responsibility for their health. And these are simple things that are, most of them are very low-cost, practical things for everybody to do. So the inflammation spectrum is this concept that I go into deep in the, in the book where we talk about disease it does not, it's not static uh, it is not, and it's not all at once for everybody. It is typically this sort of continuum between low-grade issues to severe issues. So the, on one end of the inflammation spectrum, it is low-grade fatigue, brain fog, low-grade anxiety, maybe sore muscle and joints. To the other end of the spectrum, you have diagnosable health problems. You have, God forbid, but diabetes or heart disease or autoimmune conditions or uh, and there's an actual ICD-10 code. There's a diagnosis code for it. And then there's everything in between on that spectrum, between low grade and high grade. And these are the people that I have, my, uh, my heart goes out to them and my passion and my life's work is meant to talk to people about this and give them tools to start reclaiming their health. And I realized, yeah, we talk to patients from a functional medicine standpoint, I see patients all over the world, but beyond that, not everybody even is aware of functional medicine or know that's an option for them. So I wrote the book, The Inflammation Spectrum, to kind of take the reader that maybe won't ever see a functional medicine doctor, but can start saying, whoa, I didn't know inflammation was the commonality between all these health problems. And I really wanted for them to sort of um, have these practical tools they can start bringing into their life. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. Get a healthy dose of fat with F-Bomb Nut Butter Packets filled with high-quality fats. Each single-serve packet is keto-friendly, no-sugar, non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, peanut-free, and vegan. And they won't blow up in your purse like the other packets that we've all tried. Just pure fats in an easy-tear packet. Listeners of the podcast get this exclusive epic deal that you won't want to miss. Buy any two 10-packs of F-Bomb Nut Butter Packets and get a free 10-pack of F-Bomb premium oil of your choice. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash F-Bomb and use the code LeanneFree, that's L-E-A-N-N-E-F-R-E-E, all in caps, no spaces, to choose two nut butters, then get a free 10-pack of oil. Choose from MCT, olive, avocado, coconut, or macadamia nut oil. You'll love the convenience of taking healthful oils with you on the go. No more inflammatory oils on your takeout salads or warm meals. Just rip into one of the oil packets and away you go. 
Again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash F-bomb and use the code LeanneFree. So we're going to talk about the nuance of the inflammation spectrum, the different components of it. Let's talk a little bit about it now because the inflammation spectrum, the center of that spectrum is optimal health. Uh, and then from there, it radiates in about seven different areas that I've seen impact people the most. So there's digestive issues and then the gradient from optimal wellness to at diagnosable health problems. Then there's detoxification issues that impact you know, liver issues, lymph issues, and then there's blood sugar issues, and that's primarily the pancreas and the insulin receptor sites and the liver. Uh, and then there's hormone problems, and that's namely uh, the brain hormonal axis, so the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, or what they commonly call adrenal fatigue, and then HPO axis uh, for female hormonal imbalances, and then HBT axis or brain thyroid uh, axis uh, components. And then that's also the hormonal signaling uh, receptor sites on the cells as well. And then the musculoskeletal system, so that's you know mild aches and pains on one end of the inflammation spectrum, all the way down to you know things like arthritis and uh, fibromyalgia and things like that. Uh, and then autoimmune issues, uh, I put as another aspect, uh, linear aspect of the inflammation spectrum. And this is when the immune system actually turns against itself. So inflammation, if you remember, is a product of the immune system. But what happens when the immune system isn't just raging high, but actually is attacking parts of the body? Well, this is the autoimmune inflammation spectrum component. And then neurological brain problems. So these are things like anxiety, depression, brain fog, fatigue, ADD, ADHD, autism. These are all, if you look at the scientific literature, you'll see there are a growing amount of studies over the past decade plus looking at how these problems, these brain problems have inflammatory components in many cases. So we oftentimes don't think of anxiety, depression, and brain fog as being inflammatory, but in reality, the scientific literature is saying that it is. And you can actually measure that on labs too, as a lot of times these people will, will be in states of inflammation where it's at least a component, if not a major driver, of why people feel the way that they do from a mental health standpoint. So these are the seven main areas on the inflammation spectrum that I talk about. But beyond the seven main systems, there's an eighth system that is the interlinking between the seven. So this is what I call polyinflammation. This is where you have more than one area having inflammation, which many of my patients have. Because why? I mean, the body is interconnected. So one area is off. It's going to impact other areas of the body. You may not be noticing them all. And that's when I would say, okay, look, focus on the area that has the biggest problem for you. But for many people, it's gotten to the point where they are noticing it in more than one symptom. It's manifested in more than one way. So at that point, we have to deal with more than one area. Uh, so for example, like brain, gut and brain are typically linked. So you can have digestive symptoms that are inflammatory and neurological symptoms or a brain and hormonal axis, which I just talked about previously. Uh, you can have impacts of brain symptoms and hormonal symptoms, so on and so forth, this concept of polyinflammation. And that's the eighth sort of interlinking between the seven components of the inflammation spectrum. And this is something that I talk about in the book at length. So 
Let's talk from an objective standpoint. There are inflammation spectrum lab tests that I talk about, uh, and these are labs for you to get a baseline for where you're at on the inflammation spectrum. Is your inflammation levels lower or are they higher? Things like C-reactive protein or high-sensitivity CRP, this is an inflammatory protein that we would want it in functional medicine under one. And then homocysteine is another inflammatory protein in functional medicine we want homocysteine under 7. Above 7 has been linked to increased cardiovascular issues, increased blood-brain barrier permeability. It's considered in some studies shown to have sort of a neurotoxin inflammatory like brain inflammatory issue uh, impacting the blood-brain barrier. So those are two. Ferritin, we want ferritin not to be too high, which Ferritin is a biomarker for stored iron, but it also, high levels can be a sign of inflammation. So it's considered an acute phase reactant. So in states of inflammation, ferritin can spike. Uh, we basically don't want it to be above 250. I think it's a good range there. Uh, microbiome labs are looking at gut health. A lot of gut-centric inflammation can give rise to the sort of downstream systemic inflammatory issue between the gut-brain axis, the brain-hormonal axis, or just systemic inflammation, looking at things like uh, dysbiosis, bacterial overgrowth, yeast and fungal overgrowth, SIBO, uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. These things can drive not just digestive symptoms, but systemic inflammation as well. And we can measure specific uh, microbiome, like gastrointestinal biomarkers, like calprotectin and lactoferrin. These are two biomarkers when they're high. When they're high, they're a sign uh, that the body is under a state of inflammation. Calprotectin and lactoferrin. And then we can run uh, intestinal permeability screens, or what they call commonly leaky gut syndrome uh, labs. These are typically blood tests that can measure antibodies to occludin and zonulin, which are two proteins that govern gut lining permeability, and they can be a sign that things can pass through the gut that shouldn't be able to pass through the gut, like undigested foods, which can cause systemic inflammation when the immune system tags it, or lipopolysaccharides, or LPS, which are bacterial endotoxins, basically bacterial toxins from gram-negative bacteria. If undigested food or bacterial toxins like lipopolysaccharides can pass through the gut lining, that can cause this sort of systemic inflammatory cascade throughout the body. And this is there's you know, several numerous studies kind of linking this leaky gut syndrome or intestinal permeability to inflammatory issues, hence it being a major component to the inflammation spectrum in this conversation that I want to talk about. I hope you're really enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. Snap a pic and tag me at Healthful Pursuit or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Then we have multiple autoimmune reactivity labs. These are labs that we run for patients to kind of see uh, is their body having an autoimmune component or not, uh, and we can measure uh, antibodies to brain cells, uh, neurological cells, impacting things like anxiety, depression, vertigo, fatigue, brain fog, that kind of stuff, or thyroid, joint, stomach, uh, etc. Uh, we can kind of gauge uh, if there's an autoimmune component or not, something called autoimmune reactivity. And then there's cross-reactivity labs, and this has to do with food. These are foods that mimic gluten, specifically the protein found in wheat and rye and oat and spelt and all of these things. So, for example, corn or some gluten-free grains, eggs on there, 
dairies on there, chocolates on there, instant coffees on there, potatoes are on there, soy's on there. So if someone's having, like they, let's say they've cleaned up their diet, they've gone you know low carb, they've gone keto, they've gone paleo, they've kind of cut out a lot of the stuff. Some of these are still are obviously gluten free or paleo or keto friendly. They can be having reactions to eggs or dairy, but it's not. Like a dairy sensitivity, that's something that's different. This is a gluten sensitivity to dairy or gluten sensitivity to eggs. So it's similar enough in structure, the protein in, for example, eggs or dairy or rice or something like that, where your body thinks it's wheat. So it's sort of tagging it. It's, it's as if you had never gone gluten-free. Your body still thinks it is. It's molecular mimicry. It's sort of the case of mistaken identity. Uh, so these are something that med- blood tests that we can run. And then we look at methylation gene labs. These are typically raw. We're pulling raw genetic data. And we're looking at things like the MTHFR gene, which is the gene that makes the enzyme that converts folic acid into folate. People with double SNPs, uh, basically double gene changes, these single nucleotide polymorphisms are more prone to detox issues. They're more sensitive to these food reactions and they're more sensitive to inflammation and these are associated with different autoimmune issues. And then there's the cannabinoid gene, uh, specifically the CNR1, it's a long number, but the RS1049353 gene. This cannabinoid gene is important because gene changes here are associated with these food reactivities, things like lectin sensitivities, etc. Basically, the endocannabinoid system regulates everything in our body from sleep to appetite to pain to inflammation, memory, mood to hormone health. But this gene, the uh, CNR1 uh, endocannabinoid gene, is a specific gene uh, that changes to this gene are really associated with food sensitivities, autoimmune inflammation issues. You hear a lot of the conversation about lectin sensitivity and people having reactions and then some people don't. Well, gene changes to the endocannabinoid system and to methylation gene changes and I would say detoxification gene SNPs. These specific gene mutations, or uh, it's not really mutations, but gene SNPs, gene polymorphisms, are associated with these inflammatory issues more than others. So there's the epigenetic and then the genetic components. We have to look at both sides of that because they're all important. So we talked about the systems, the seven seven main systems of the inflammation spectrum, and then the eighth one being polyinflammation or inflammation in more than one area. And then we also talked about the the low-grade inflammation all the way down to chronic health issues. So the symptoms that uh, these are associated with, so just to kind of pinpoint certain things that maybe checklist for yourself to say, hey, could this be an issue? And again, I'm not diagnosing you over a podcast. That would be uh, very irresponsible of me and not enough. But these are pointers to see, hey, do I see myself in something like this? Is this something I should look in more into? And maybe you can check out the Inflammation Spectrum book. You can go to drwillcole.com and We have a lot of resources and quizzes on the website. You can learn more about this concept or talk to your doctor about this and maybe having them run some of the inflammation spectrum labs that we talked about earlier. You can rewind this and um, get those labs uh, ran. But for example, the first component of the inflammation spectrum is brain issues. So things like brain fog, depression, anxiety, trouble concentrating, poor memory. Those are some symptoms that I see. People that have digestive uh, tract inflammation, they can have obviously the leaky gut syndrome that we talked about, or more noticeably, things like constipation, diarrhea, stomach pain, bloating, heartburn. Uh, These are all imbalanced and things that can drive inflammation up. 
and then the liver, kidneys, lymphatic system, the detoxification system that can impact uh, swelling, edema, rashes, overall, like all over pain. Uh, the next system on the inflammation spectrum would be blood sugar regulation. That's the liver, pancreas, since uh, the insulin receptor sites on the cells. So that's obviously high blood sugar, high triglycerides, uh, rapid weight gain, weight loss resistance, uh, like really insatiable hunger and thirst. And then obviously you're diagnosed with PCOS, metabolic syndrome, prediabetes, diabetes. These are signs that there's inflammation going on in that system of the body. And then the next system uh, on the inflammation spectrum is the uh, endocrine system, the hormone system. So this is, again, impacting the thyroid, adrenal glands, ovaries, testicular axis as well, uh, thinning hair, dry skin, weakened brittle nails, low libido, mood swings. These are signs that this system is being impacted. And then someone's moving down the inflammation spectrum there. And then musculoskeletal system, this is the muscles, joints, the connective tissue, this can be manifested as joint pain, muscle pain, joint stiffness, achiness, fibromyalgia, mood, even mood disorders like people that have chronic muscle pain, fibromyalgia, oftentimes they're having bouts of anxiety and depression too. And then the immune system itself. Uh, so this is someone diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. People like think of celiac disease, even IBS, which isn't an autoimmune issue, but it's somewhere on this sort of autoimmune inflammation spectrum for many people, uh, brain and nervous system issues like MS, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, thyroid autoimmune issues like Hashimoto's disease or Graves' disease, uh, and then inflammatory autoimmune issues like uh, skin issues like psoriasis. So these are some things to keep in mind. Uh, and then polyinflammation is the eighth one. That's just inflammation in more than one area. So what I recommend uh, in the book, The Inflammation Spectrum, is there's a quiz, The Inflammation Spectrum Quiz, which I do have some information about that beyond the book at drwillcole.com if people want to check that out. But basically, based on the quiz score, they can see what's the most appropriate for them. And I adapted The Inflammation Spectrum Quiz based on all the questions that I ask for my ask my patients in my functional medicine practice. So if they score lower on this inflammation spectrum quiz, they're going to do some, do uh, called something, uh, the, a core four plan. And if they score higher on the inflammation spectrum quiz, they're going to do the eliminate plan, which is a plan words. Eight part is the number eight. So four and eight. Core four is for lower scores. Eliminate is the higher scores on the inflammation spectrum. So this is my approach to using food as medicine from the food component in the inflammation spectrum. And then we have some non-food stuff to talk about shortly. But for the food standpoint, core four is a simple elimination diet approach that is removing the four most commonly uh, inflammatory foods. You eliminate one inflammatory food each day over four days, and then you don't eat these foods for four weeks, and then you reintroduce them after the four weeks. Very simple uh, for people that are scored lower or did better, basically, on the inflammation spectrum quiz. Then the main four foods on the core four list are grains, dairy, added sweeteners, and that is including even the low-carb sweeteners like stevia or stevia, xylitol, erythritol, sugar alcohols, monk fruit, all that stuff. Uh, and then uh, inflammatory oils, which most people in the keto world are removing them already, but they're still quote-unquote keto-friendly, uh, like corn, soy, canola, sunflower, vegetable oils. I'm removing those too. So, And dairy, obviously, many people are eating dairy on the ketogenic diet. So that is one of the four core four foods that you're removing for four weeks if you scored 
this specific score on the inflammation spectrum quiz. People that scored higher on the inflammation spectrum quiz would do the eliminate plan. So that's eight foods you remove. So it's a four foods on the core of four plus four more, total of eight. Uh, so you eliminate one food each day over eight days, and then you're removing those foods for eight days over this eliminate plan. And then you're reintroducing them and seeing what your body loves and hates, and we're all different. So this whole reintroduction phase that I talk about, and I make it fun and easy to do. It's just not overcomplicated. You can see which one of these foods are causing reactions and which ones you do great with. I don't want to make any broad sweeping overgeneralized statements, but the heart of functional medicine and the heart of the inflammation spectrum is finding out what your body loves and doesn't love. So it's not about punishing your body. It's about saying, oh, whoa, like this doesn't make me feel good. So why would I eat something that makes me feel horrible? Um, and the only way you know is if you start to calm down that inflammation spectrum and then bringing things in one by one. Today's episode continues after this short message from one of my sponsors who make the show possible, plus give you some great deals on my favorite things. I love hemp, and my friends at Eaton Hemp are upping my hemp game in a really big way. Eaton Hemp seeds have the hulls left on, so they're crunchy, high in prebiotic fiber, great for the gut, and help you hit your keto fiber macro goals without adding unnecessary carbs. The hemp seeds come in easy-to-travel-with packets, flavored to perfection, one salty flavor, one sweet, and one savory. But why are hemp seeds the perfect keto snack? Well, first off, they add a great crunch that's usually only found in high-carb foods. They are the perfect balance of omega-3 to omega-6 fats to help reduce inflammation, and they're high in GLA, which is great for hormone health and balancing the cycle, plus reducing PMS too. Here's a special podcast-only offer. When you go to eatenhemp.com slash keto diet, you can use the code keto diet, that's all one word, for 20% off all Eaton Hemp products. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes. So the Eliminate plan is the core four, which we just talked about, that's grains, dairies, all added sweeteners, even the keto ones, inflammatory oils, even some of the keto-friendly ones like you know, all the ones we talked about previously. And then four more for a total, you know, four plus four is eight. Uh, legumes, which are soy, lentils, peanuts, beans, nuts, and seeds, which are keto-friendly, removing those. Eggs, which are keto-friendly, removing those. And then nightshade vegetables, which are keto-friendly too, like tomatoes, peppers, white potatoes, eggplants, removing those. So uh, the Eliminate is eight foods removed for eight weeks and then reintroducing them. So this is enabling you to customize your elimination diet plan based on the inflammation spectrum quiz score. And then based on the quiz score, you're going to score higher in certain categories like brain, digestion, hormones, musculoskeletal, immune system, so on and so forth. Based on what areas of the inflammation spectrum you're highest, you'll have a specific toolbox to add in food medicines and natural medicines and lifestyle changes to target your specific score on the inflammation spectrum quiz. So for example, if you're higher on hormones, you're going to have specific hormone toolbox that you're going to have to bring in things like adaptogenic herbs or specific meditations or specific lifestyle changes or specific maybe essential oils or aromatherapy things. And then if you maybe score higher on the brain area, like anxiety, depression, you're going to have specific neurological things like neurotropic support or things like CBD oil, or you're going to have targeted stuff. So it's allowing you to really customize this inflammation spectrum experience that you're having to find out what your body loves and doesn't love. 
All right, so beyond the food stuff, we all know this is not just about food, and we need to be open-minded here to look at the other components that are driving inflammation in your body, because you can be eating the best food out there. You could be a keto rock star, but if you're serving your body a big slice of stress every day, you're counteracting all the good stuff you're eating. So we want to be really thoughtful here about all the other components that can be driving inflammation in your body that's not just food. So in the Inflammation Spectrum book, I wanted to show people, hey, look, this is not just breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This is also how, what's your mental health? What's your emotional health? What's your spiritual health even? Um, so some of the inflammation, like non-food inflamers that I want people to be conscious of are things like prolonged sitting. And you heard sitting is this new smoking. Uh, and the studies to show that is correlated there. But too much sitting, too much screen time. Hello. Uh, negativity, people that are just like always negative and like sort of toxic, uh, complaining uh, about stuff. Even if it's justified, they're just negative people. Monkey mind, uh, which is like a Buddhist term, but uh, it's basically racing thoughts uh, and anxious thoughts, always like out uh, thinking of some, you know, thing that might happen. Emotional eating, uh, people that are kind of using food to kind of calm, to not numb their pain and their trauma from their past. Social isolation or social media addiction, uh, this can be another driver of inflammation. And then the last one is a lack of higher purpose. Uh, so this is someone that really kind of living for themselves and research shows that people that have a, lack, have a sense of higher purpose or have spiritual health uh, live less inflamed, longer, healthier lives. So these are specific, these non-food inflamers that people can start to look at and be conscious of and see which things are really sabotaging me. And then for the either four weeks for the core four program or the eight weeks for the eliminate program, they can focus on all really clean foods that are compliant, basically the foods that aren't on the eliminate list. They're focusing on tons of fresh, like wild caught fish or fresh, uh, you know, grass fed beef, clean vegetables, healthy, like low fructose fruits, healthy fats, herbs, spices that are non-nightshade spices, lots of clean beverages, and then they're eating this clean, nutrient-dense, healing foods for four to eight weeks, and then they're reintroducing, and I teach exactly how to reintroduce so we can do it very clearly, and you know what your body loves and doesn't love during the re reintegrate, another plan, words there, reintegrate a phase uh, during the, after this four to eight weeks. And then we talk about some additional foods to consider uh, for some people, things like histamines, things like FODMAPs, things like oxalates. We talk about all of that stuff in the book to kind of beyond the core four and the eliminate some other compounds that we see and specific labs that have run to know if these specific food issues are a problem for you or not. And then once we're reintroducing, we're seeing what your body feels like. If we notice an increase of any symptoms, if we notice you know increased headache or digestive issues or skin flare-ups or joint pain or brain fog or fatigue or any of these symptoms, that's a sign that inflammation is rising up. So that food isn't good for you at this point. And that doesn't mean you can never have that food again. So let's say you bring dairy back in and you have a, you've increased symptoms, you know, a skin rash or digestive issues, brain fog. That doesn't mean you'll remove dairy forever. You remove it for at least four more weeks, and then you can reintroduce it again. Your gut just needs maybe more time. Your immune system needs more time. Your body needs more time to heal, and it gets some maybe gut lining integrity, et cetera, which take, is not a quick fix by any means. And you may be able to reintroduce it later or ways to bring in, like for example, like eggs, like duck eggs are more tolerable 
than, than chicken eggs or goat's milk is more tolerable than dairy or beta A2 milk is more tolerated than conventional dairy. So we talk about if you have problems with conventional things, what are some alternatives that you can bring back in that are more tolerable and why they, why they are. So this has really been my heart and mission to really get all this amazing practical functional medicine stuff in the inflammation spectrum. So I'm really excited for you guys to read it. We've had some amazing feedback from different people in the health space uh, about the book. People like Dr. Perlmutter was so kind enough to write a blurb for the inflammation spectrum. Dr. Alejandro Younger. We uh, have Dr. Mark Hyman, Gwyneth Paltrow. Some amazing influencers in the health space have all spoken really kind words about the inflammation spectrum. So you can check that out at drworldcole.com and just click the inflammation spectrum tab to learn more about the book. You can order it there. The links to Amazon and Barnes & Noble and uh, indie books will all be there. All right, guys. So thanks for hearing me about this. I'm excited for you guys to read it. There's a four-week meal plan in the – there's a meal plan in the um, book. And there is a meal plan, there are recipes, there are tons of ideas of how to focus on food during these four to eight weeks as well. So dig in, enjoy the book, let me know what you think of it. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole, that's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E. And I'm Dr. Will Cole on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. And again, you can go to drwillcole.com for more information about the book or If you want a functional medicine uh, consultation or evaluation, we offer free health evaluations for people around the world to get a functional medicine perspective on their case. You can check all that out at drwillcole.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Leanne, for having me and letting me geek out with you guys uh, for the time that we've had. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. So great, right? (sighs) I am so lucky to have Dr. Will Cole in my life. And I have a feeling after listening to that episode, you felt the exact same way. So smart. Uh Coming up on the podcast, Wednesday, October 30th, episode 201, I am sharing with you my sailing adventures, everything to do with life, living on a sailboat. It's a life update. There are fears. There may be tears. I don't know where it's going to lead us. I guess we'll find out. Um, Just really stepping into my own lately and honoring the fact that I am a very sensitive person that feels a lot of feels, and I'm really excited to share this journey with you. Then Sunday, November 3rd, episode 202, my friend Madeline Hewitt is taking over the show talking about toxins and whether or not they're keeping you stuck, why you should care about the toxins in your day to day and its effect on your ability to stay in fat burning mode, how toxins and weight plateaus are related, daily exposure to toxins and how common they are in daily life, signs of toxicity, why this relates to hormone balancing and so much more. So again, that's November 3rd, next Sunday, episode 202. So I hope to see you there and have a great rest of your day. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. 
Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.